how how have you felt how have you felt guilty when when you weren't producing work as or as well as, as possible because you had to focus on your mental health if so how did you handle that hmm. that's interesting yeah because mm. you know what i mean like it, never... it requires you to say i need to stop and i need to be okay with that because i need to work on fixing what's going on as opposed to just grinding yourself into oblivion because you just keep like going deeper and deeper into that sort of that debt you know yeah, well, um, luckily or unfortunately, my, that wasn't my, my issue. My issue was that I had to keep pushing to stop because I have a tendency to keep going mm -hmm. and, and, and to create. So, okay. I've been so you weren't been, becoming less productive. You weren't allowing yourself to be, which was no, no, part of the problem, no, I, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah my but, problem was that I was producing too much. Right. I was all the time, we were doing this, doing this, doing that. Right. Mm -hmm. I have an interesting take on uh, on this one because if I put myself to a moment of professional uh, exhaustion and at the time I had no idea what was going on I had some I felt you know fatigue la extreme lack of motivation especially on, uh, on Mondays lack of inspiration inability to concentrate for a long period of time and all those things that you're like what what's, what's going on um so, and I was, I just started to rely now. Okay. I was in a director position. Obviously it's way different when you're in a artist, either junior mid-level or, or senior, but basically I just started to rely much more on the, the team. I started to delegate uh, work that I would usually handle myself. So it was this part of recognizing that, okay, I don't know what's going on. It, it, it might be, uh, professional exhaustion, but I definitely do not function at the top of my uh, ability. Uh, I'm not going to try to fight it. I'm just going to delegate as much as I can and explain to everyone why I have to delegate this, 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 and this. And at the end of the day, it was the best thing because when I eventually came back after, I would say maybe a three months period to you know peak uh, performance, I had already delegated a lot. A lot of people on my team took more responsibility, which made the following production uh, uh, much uh, easier. And it was something that they were more than happy to uh, to to handle. So sometimes, you know, you can turn a situation uh, into a, a, a positive. You never thought that you could delegate this. You had to, and then you realize that it was the best thing to do <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So. Um, and so, you know, feeling guilty, it, it's a it, it's a tough. Uh, it's so personal. I mean, there's some people that are completely narcissistic and nothing is about <laughs> is their fault and they're not feeling guilty about anything. And on the other extreme, you have those that victimize themselves. And, you know, any situation that is even totally out of their control, somehow they will feel guilty uh, about it. So it's just to find the right balance. If you think yourself that you are in this situation that you need to take a break, you know, just... Uh, be transparent, communic communicate with transparency, but at, at some point, you don't have to care about other people's judgments. It is what it is, and you know what is best for you. If you feel guilt, you need to work on yourself, maybe meditate a little bit, <laughs> uh, and th that's a different uh, uh, um, uh, issue, I think, that you might have to, uh, to deal with. Yeah, that's a very good... I would highlight the, the, the thing of the communication because it's one of the things that I that I've seen around that it lacks, and um, mm. we don't we don't teach even in this industry or in the schools how to communicate properly 
Well, f first, it's good that we're having this conversation because we're normalizing that these kind of things happens. So mm -hmm. once that you are aware of that, communicate. I think that's that's yeah. very key. Yeah, I hope that's go it's going to be in the curriculum of getting artist production ready to talk about this. If this happens, here's how you should, and maybe have therapists even uh, come in just to explain. Here's our designs. Here's you know how to behave in this situation. How to here's how to be respectful, but respect yourself first. Here's how to be professional, because otherwise you just have no idea how to deal with yeah. that situation, yeah, especially absolutely. if you're in a junior mid-level position and you don't want to lose your mm -hmm. job, then, you know, it's just the worst. But I would say, let's not wait, please, till the studios decide to bring a therapist in. That's another thing that I would add to what you were, to were saying. Yeah. Like if somebody, or if you're going to some kind of mental issue thing, uh, if you're aware of it, apart from communicating and all that, just re reach out for help. It's not bad. Yeah. We have to also help normalize people that there is not is not is nothing bad happening. Really, we all go through mental issues at certain points in our life, and uh, asking yeah. for help to therapist or psychologist or something that feels right on your alley and your taste in personal work is key. Yeah, I, I think there's a stigma that you know what we call mental issues, but it might not be the right term, but it's basically that, you know, your brain does not function at, at peak uh, performance. And, and sometimes there's a, you know, either a, a guilt or it's a little bit taboo. And it's people feel like it's a weakness. But, you know, if your car makes a weird sound and you speak <laughs> to the garage, you're not going to, be, to feel weird about it. You're just going to go and take the yeah. time to repair it. And, and that's it. It's just to be recognized that, yeah, the brain is a complicated machine. There's a lot of different things going on. There's neurons and there's hormones and all that. And yeah, it can be unbalanced uh, for many reasons and you just need to get it fixed. Don't, don't feel bad about it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the, the one of the biggest problems is that <clears throat> the idea of burnout is a close cousin to uh, mental illness. And I'm not trying to make a direct comparison here, but it is the part of our body, the brain, unfortunately, society has stigmatized people that are having problems with that part because you can't see it. Someone breaks their leg. It's like, oh man, that's so bad. You got a cast. How, many, how long are you going to be out for? Someone says, oh, I'm actually, I'm on a burnout or I'm, um, you know, I, I have some other um, mental, mental uh, sort of like a depression or uh, oh, you know, you, who knows. So you mean that you're just lazy, right? That, that's yes. It, well, that's exactly it. That's the problem. It's immediately what happens, unfortunately, is that there's a stigma to associated with it. I mean, me mental health professionals have been trying to fight against this for years. It's why Bell here in Canada has the sort of the mental health awareness days and people are supposed to just freely talk about it. But it's, it is awkward. And I think it's because it scares people. You know, this idea yeah. of not really, and, and, and so that, that there's that weird, like people tend to be a bit more negative. Like it's not broken bones are, are they sound painful? I've never had one knock on wood, but it uh, it seems like, um, something that's, uh, that's not pleasant, but it doesn't scare us, you know, in the same way that mental sort of, um, mental, mental problems actually, you know, does it really, I think affects us in a negative way. So there's just this stigma associated with it. So I think that's the biggest problem is people don't want to admit it, that they have to go to the, the, the dealership to like, it's like, you know, getting something really awkward checked at the doctor, you know, and I'm sure right. many people have yeah. lots of stories. There's some things that you might hold, hold off on, um, tell, telling the doctor about just because it's awkward and you don't want to talk about it. Sad, yeah, really, yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I, That's why yeah. I always recommend that a little bit of culture around it is very good. Yeah, exactly. Like, being open about like, it. Like, yeah, being open. First, let's let's talk about it because there's mm. nothing is is nothing bad to talk about this. 
and 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 the same way that you learn about, as you were saying, your car, I wouldn't bring it a little bit closer because I don't know anything about cars. I decided not to know anything about cars. But I think that we should, in this conversation, we should know our cars. Or another way to say, the same way that you learn about what healthy food, healthy habits, things that makes your life better and how does your whole emotional and mental experience work are good, are very important to know. Yeah. And, and we are not familiar with that. We don't live in a culture that, that enhance that kind of emotional culture or mental culture. So reading about those things and getting, in, getting close to these aspects are also very good to lose the fear, to lose the stigma and yeah. realize that, yeah, it's, it's burning out or stress yeah. or my fear, my anxiety, mm -hmm. my laziness. It's not that bad. It's not, but we have to work it out. Absolutely, because ignoring it is the problem. Like David said, if you if you hear a strange noise in your car, don't go on a road trip. You know what I mean? Like, go get it checked. Because honestly, if you ignore these things, it's not going to get better on its own.